Hey, and welcome to episode 87 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies, and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics from the last few weeks. And you can follow us on threads, Instagram, I don't know, maybe other social media platforms have popped up since I've started doing this blurb, but you can find us at Sunfire Tavern, and you can listen to us on all the different podcast platforms out in the world, because we're on all of them, which includes Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, which is now YouTube Music, which is really confusing. And if you want to send us your questions, you can do so uh, through the Google form linked or send an email to sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, hello. Hello. Coming at us from the highest of definition new PCs, I understand. Oh, baby. I got my new PC all set up. Well, half set up, kind of, sort of. But yes, I have my new (laughs) PC. You're not setting it up while we're doing the podcast recording. Yes, definitely did not set up my PC 15 minutes ago (laughs) for the (laughs) the podcast recording. That's fine. um, We're on on form. We're doing well. Yeah, as scrappy as always, as always. But um, yes, so I guess the biggest news for me in, in my life is that I have a brand new stonking PC and it's a beast of a machine and I'm yet to play a video game on it. But boy, am I excited. Will you be doing one of those big gender reveal parties for it, where you like burn out an entire state in America? Is that, yes. is that on the yeah, cards? Yeah. I'm okay, actually cool. planning to like basically see how fast I can make the uh, you know basically work the 4090 in it until it burns out <laughs> and it's going to give out smoke that's of the color using the RGB lighting in the case of the gender. Yes, yes, of the gender <laughs> of the computer. Yes. While also taking out two thirds of Leicester. Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like... that you're in Leicester. Just that's a random place I picked out of my head in the UK. No, no, no. no. It's it's actually targeted for Leicester. Like, oh, okay, okay. Off. We're targeting Leicester. Yeah, well, here, we're we're here at the Sunfire Tavern are, are targeting Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> we hate Apollo... Leicester. Yeah, no. sorry, sorry, sorry to anyone in Leicester, but um... it's okay. No one listens. Yeah, we <laughs> We have we have triple digit listeners, so um, hey, that's it's good. Fine. We can hate on Leicester. One good. of, the, of statistically good. one of those people could be in Leicester. That is true. Most of them are not in the UK, though. That but is true. Speaking of things in the UK, let's ha- let's go over our agenda for this week. It's kind of busy, in fact, considering the games industry is you know in, in a weird state. There's been some cool stuff happening and some not not so cool stuff. So. We're going to start off by talking about the uh, the Game Awards Game of the Year, which is the one presented by Jeff Keighley, and that was the one that happened a week or so ago. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the GTA 6 trailer, the Last of Us multiplayer getting cancelled, and the new Pokemon expansion, which I'm going to chat about to Ollie and tell him just it's a bit weird. Mm. Uh, we're also going to talk about the BAFTA Game of the Years, which is one of my preferred places to get the Game of the Year from because I just think it's a better setup. Um, Valve sending lumps of coals to cheaters, lumps of coal oh, to yeah. cheaters, and then banning oh, yeah. them, which I think was brilliant. Uh, and then Nintendo taking down Link's Awakening PC remake. So, but we're also going to start with what we've been playing and what we're watching. So, Ollie, what have you been playing and watching other than building your new PC? Right. So, I've actually been trying out a bunch of new games recently. Um, one of them being Baldur's Gate Three because it finally came out on Xbox. Um, Ooh, so I know. And, yeah, me and my Shadow pal- Drop. Yeah, I know, right? Well, yeah. I assumed I assumed they were going to announce it when they won Game of the Year, or like in the tra- didn't they have a trailer during the Game Awards? Yeah, I, well? I think I didn't watch the Game Awards. I watched the highlights because yeah. I'm not going to sit and watch two hours of Jeff. Yeah, they just left <laughs> and, and they just didn't um, announce it. But anyway, it came out, which is great. So I downloaded it and I've been playing it with a partner, and it's really fun. It's it's like I can see like I can understand why everyone's hyped about it. It's it's actually finally made D and D like accessible to me and also like the fact that i can like it's actually like the combat is pretty deep in terms of like being able to be like hey i wonder if this works 
and then like using the physics engine and kind of like sandboxy emergent gameplay stuff it does work and it's great yeah, yeah. i found the same thing like i i've just found it like so engaging and so involved but i've only played like three hours of it so far yeah like um i think i i think me and my partner are coming up to the end of the first act or what i assume is the end of like the first big quest or i don't even know if it's a main quest or a side quest <laughs> Basically, the druid were about to sort out what's going on in the druid grove. <laughs> so I don't know. Where oh, I have no idea. I haven't, I haven't even got to like the first main town yet. I've been so distracted with this. Um, what I've been doing? I've been wandering around inside like a crypt, and then a crypt within a crypt. Because I'm, what? I was told by someone that if if you do, if you do one thing in this game and you don't skip it, do that crypt because the reward is something that will make the rest of the game game changing. Is, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Is the crypt full of? Uh, like a goblin army uh no at the moment i'm fighting humans because they're the people that are also looking through this crypt oh no this is uh, so apparently the reward is that you meet someone that will sit in your camp and give you a very very useful ability okay which is to uh do you care about like minor no, minor me, spoilers hit me, hit me, hit me, hit okay me. so it's the ability to return your dead party members back to life oh that's good yeah, so if you basically get someone who's like connected with death or something, and they just revive them after a long rest. Oh, so you get your you get your daddies back. That's super useful. Okay, I might have to yeah. look out for that. But anyway, yeah. Um, I also seems like there's so much in the game. Like, holy shit! Uh, it's, it's just infinite. It's like, just, I, I can imagine massive. this is one of those games that people play for years and still don't like cross over on things that they both discovered. Yeah, exactly. Like and like the fact that it does seem like I could, because at any point, any character I'm talking to, but I could just attack you now, and then like, yeah. I don't know how this affects the story, but like it could. <laughs> but yeah, and it sounds like they're also patching more stuff in as well. Yep. Yeah, which is crazy. So, um, very much enjoying that. I am playing as a druid so that I can turn into a bear and just walk around as a bear everywhere. Is that for the sexy times? Uh, just sure, man. I, 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 I've heard about this. I don't know when that yeah. happens. Maybe that will happen. Uh, I talked anyway. about the squirrel, didn't I? Yes. The the, the, the cinematic that the squirrel just like its eyes <sighs> wide and it drops its nuts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not in a sexual way. It drops it, its actual fist. It's holding a nut. <laughs> it it was very funny because we did have a moment where like in our party, my partner is playing as a ranger and I'm a druid. So I turned into a bear. We also freed a druid guy who turned into a bear, and then my partner used her ranger companion who was also a bear. So we just had a team of three bears just running around <laughs> mauling everything to death, and it was pretty great. Um, well, so I'm I'm playing a bard and I'm kind of struggling with the combat at the moment because um, I'm not doing much damage. Like yes. I'm just I'm using like bardic inspiration to bo boost the two of the characters I've got or three of the characters. But I just, I, to be honest, I just haven't sat and really studied it yet. Yeah, I just I'm... sort of picked it up because I also got my Steam Deck at the same time, which is really distracting oh, me. Oh, good. I mean, yeah. yeah. But like, so like, in, we the other thing is that the combat is. I thought I was gonna. I was assuming that it would be like, oh, we can just like walk around and just kill everyone. But like, we actually did. Like, the terrain affected so much of the combat. Like, we had one boss fight where we actually had to do a proper thing of like, we put our archers in like a high up position, like in rafters. Yes, yeah, because it makes a massive like difference. That. Yeah, it, it made. It, and then like, yeah. you were doing stuff like blocking off a, a choke point with like a grease bottle and stuff like that, and it made so much like a massive difference. The thing like, is, it's it's not like it's not like it's little tweaks either. It's like no. these are game. These are combat changing things where you put your archers high up and suddenly they start hitting. Yes. Whereas yeah. if they're down low, they don't hit. Yeah, it's ma It was massive. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, it made and like you know. 
know, doing stuff like putting the grease down, and then all the goblins tried to rush, and they all not, like fell over in the grease, and yeah. they just threw a grenade that I just picked up. I was like, hey, I, I found this earlier. I guess I'll just throw it, and it just like it ignites killed, the like, grease, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it was yeah. amazing. I was like, oh shit, like this game's cool. This game's sick. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but it really is that what they, I think that what they've got right about it. And I know we're not really supposed to be talking in depth, but it also because it was. I mean, it was game of the year, so yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. this is no secret reveal. We, we we know what game of the year is, so we can probably talk about it a little bit. But what I like is they've really mastered the the idea that you're playing Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So yeah. if you want to convince the DM to like stack a pile of crates up against the wall and climb up and go through the window, the game sort of allows you to do that. Yeah. Like, which is which is really odd. Yeah. But I, is... I found a thing as well. So there's a, there's a, there's a door in this crypt, and there's a battle in the way of this door. And I just hit the, the, the little lever next to the door with my arrow in the mm -hmm. middle of combat. And it opens the door. And I'm like, oh, yeah. didn't know I could do that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was like when... Um, the other big difference for me is that because I played Baldur's Gate 2, admittedly when I was very young. So uh, I didn't really understand D&D &D and concepts back then. But that game's like real time and then you have a pause button, right? Whereas yeah. like in this game, when you go into combat, it's fully turn-based. Unless you can change that. But... Um, uh, which is a big difference. Uh, no, I don't think I don't think you can. I think it's I think it's fully turn based. I yeah. don't think you can adjust it. Either. At least I haven't seen. But then the menus are immense as yeah, well. Yeah, I so. imagine if it was real time, it would just be fucking chaos. Like, It'd be impossible. Yeah, like micro. I feel like you wouldn't be able to play it with a controller. Like you'd have to have a keyboard and mouse and properly micromanage. Yeah, multiple people involved. People. Yeah, exactly. And like buffer. Like a team. Like yeah. Yeah. I mean. Interestingly, it would almost make like the game kind of like an MMO, I guess, <laughs> like a very in-depth I mean, MMO. That is what an MMO is, isn't it? Yeah, like it's, basically. I mean, that's how I used to play Final Fantasy XI because I was a bard in Final Fantasy XI, and my job was just to buff the party. Yeah. So like, like they'd all do the damage and kill the monsters and stuff, and I just run around singing songs. I might Google that and see if someone's made that. Like, a, I wouldn't be surprised if someone's made that like a mod or something. Anyway, I'm sure there's I'm something. Off track. But yeah, yeah I'm, get, I'm getting off track. But um, yeah, Baldur's Gate Three is very good. Enjoying it. Excited to see how far it goes and um, get deep into it. I guess. Mm. Uh, other games I've been playing. Have you? Did you see the big Fortnite update that happened? The Lego one. Yes. So, like, they added. They basically decided to try. This is their first attempt at eating Roblox's lunch, and they're trying to add different experiences <laughs> within Fortnite. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They released like, uh, they released the sort of like rhythm game music mode. Uh, so they added like really? Guitar Hero to Fortnite. Yeah. There's like a Guitar Hero mode, which has produced some really funny clips of uh, Omni Man just dancing, uh, which which was great. <laughs> more more Omni Man shit. Um, there was another clip. Oh, sorry, uh, the other game mode they've added is like Rocket Racing, which is like a racing game mode. It's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of that one. I played like three matches and I was like, eh, it feels pretty like But this boring. this isn't new though, because Fortnite's had creative mode for a long time where you can put like your own... Yeah. Because they had, they had Among Us in it last year, if you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these are like, yeah. I guess these are closer to that where they're like completely different experiences. Um, and then the last thing they added, which is the biggest one, is uh, Lego Fortnite, which is yeah. not just Fortnite, but skinned like Lego. It's basically like Minecraft in Fortnite. Like, it's, it's completely PvE. So there's right, no okay. PvP, and it's all co-op. Did you have to pay to do it? No, it's completely free, and it's eight players. Oh. It's really good. <laughs> like, really, really, really good. I might so, have to give that a go, then. That'd and the other crazy thing is that they've committed to making a Lego minifigure version of every skin in the game. Oh, good God. Which is insane. <laughs> I'm like, you're poor artists. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> like, I think there's like 300 different ones right now, but there's like you can see there's an icon which says, like, oh, this is 
coming soon like a better version of this one is coming soon right okay that means a lego version yes exactly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's it, it which is cool um but yes lego fortnite's really fun also looks gorgeous okay. it looks so good because it's all running in ue5 um, yeah because ue5 is phenomenal yeah exactly. in fact um one of the games that i'm working on um one of my colleagues have been doing like a little side thing and they put like a very small chunk of our game in, in unreal 5 and i looked at <laughs> it and just went oh, oh my shit. god yeah, exactly. Like, what? We need that. What's oh. that? <laughs> yeah, indeed. So, um, so yeah, Lego Fortnite was is really good. I would highly recommend that to anyone. And also, it's complete. I don't. It's completely free, and it's like for a free experience. I think is amazing. So okay, that's um, a good recommendation. Then, well, oh yeah, I mean, like also just good co-op game, and also if you have uh, younger siblings or kids or whatever, you got to play with youngers. That's also a great experience for them as well. Versus, I mean, comparing it to. I do feel like it's a bit of an entryway into Fortnite. <laughs> if you get what I mean, it's like a it's like a gateway. Also, one, also when that update came out, this is a crazy statistic, but um, Fortnite had more concurrent users than all of Steam combined, which I thought was Jesus insane. <laughs> which I thought was that insane. is insane. <laughs> uh, but I feel like you know it's insane to think about. But I think it's actually kind of normal for like these big. Games. I'm sure Roblox has the same thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um, anyway. What else have I been playing? Um, I feel like there's one other big one. Oh, I've been playing the finals a bit because uh, that came out fully. I've been hearing a lot about it as well. It's a lot really of people fun. have been asking at work if I played it. I haven't played it yet. It's really fun. I think it's it uh, looks super fun. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice as someone who's been, who's also been grinding a lot of CS2, but I won't talk about that because whatever. Um, it's a nice <laughs> change of pace. Uh, that's like got that element of like innovation of like. You know, oh, I can I can solve this gunfight not by just out aiming the other person, but kind of like, oh, I'm gonna like charge through this wall to like disengage and then like throw a bunch of gadgets and grenades to, like set up and then like when they peak when they like start attacking me again, I'll have like a better setup and things like that. Uh, and there's like a higher emphasis on like movement and traversal and kind of like using the terrain in your environment to your advantage, um, which is very cool. It's, it reminds me a bit. Of, it reminds me more of like. Battlefield 3 on steroids, essentially. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's made by X Dice guys, so it makes sense. Um, but it's a lot of fun, and for a completely free game, also, look, also runs and looks phenomenal, and they've done a really good job of optimizing that game, which is great. Um, so, would highly recommend that if you just want to jump in with a few friends uh, or just play like solos, I guess. Um, also, I like that it's not a battle royale, even though it's like 3v3v3. V three sometimes. I'm like I like that it's not about Royal. So um yeah, those are my main ones I've been playing, except for continuing my Slay the Spire addiction on my phone now instead of a Switch. Um I feel like I'm missing one big game. Well okay. you said um uh, you said that when you went to the finals. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing like there's, there's another one. Anyway, oh uh, and what I've been watching, I'll just say one thing, which is I've been watching the bear. Uh, you know, the on, cooking thing. Yeah, I finally got around to watching it. Uh, it's, it's good, isn't it? Fantastic! It's so yeah. good. Also, one of the only shows that I watch, and it makes me stressed out <laughs> watching the show. Yeah, because it is stressful. Like, it's it's a stressful, stressful show. We, I just watched the episode in season two, which is like the, uh, it's like essentially the Christmas special uh, of the show. And... I, I, I'm like three episodes into it. I haven't watched much of it because yeah, it came well, out at a time when there was like 7,000 other shows also coming out. That was the other thing, yeah. So like me and my partner are only catching up now. Uh, season one is good. Season two is more character-focused, which I like. Um, if you're just there for a cooking show, 
maybe less. I mean, we'll see what happens because I need to finish the season. But uh, yes, the Christmas episode is maybe the most like, uh, un like stressed out, and also like, oh, this is like triggering some shit in my personal life <laughs> watching this show. <laughs> uh, uh, Anxiety inducing. Yeah, yeah, that I've had from like uh, watching a TV show, and it's a, it's really good TV. But holy shit, after that episode, I had to like sit down and kind of just be like process a lot <laughs> of stuff. I was like, oh my god. Um, but yes, would highly recommend watching the bear. Um. Labor of love, etc., etc., etc. Anyway, sorry, I've been talking a lot. Clark, you have. to you. <laughs> You've been talking a lot, but it's fine. We're yeah. on a podcast where two guys of a certain demographic talk. Of That's course. what we do. This is what. This That's is, our job. This is our therapy. <laughs> this is what we do. This is how we. This is how we stay sane. Exactly. So I, uh, well, I got my Steam Deck. So that is my, my Steam Deck OLED. Sorry, because I am part of the elite, um, <laughs> and that has been devouring my life. I've been doing a lot of... Uh, did we speak... Sorry, that's my signature yawn. Uh, did we speak um, since I've been back from Canada? No, this is the first time I've, I've uh, spoken okay. to you since you came back. So, since coming back from Canada... Uh, well, I so I, I took my OLED Switch with me to Canada because my Steam Deck didn't arrive until I travelled. It actually arrived while I was out there. And I was playing um, all kinds of random stuff on my on my OLED Switch... Uh, but then I got back and my Steam Deck has arrived and I was just like, okay, this is going to devour me now. And I've now installed every emulator known to mankind, um, like every single game I've had on every other system, including DS, 3DS, um, PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and they all just work flawlessly. Like, it is mind-blowing how good this console is. And it, it just it just looks so good. So, like, I was on the train yesterday coming back from uh, visiting my family, and I was playing the Wind Waker HD um, version from the Wii U, and it, it just plays perfectly. Oh, man. Like, th there's, no, there's no fault, there's no flaw, there's no, there's no even hint of it being emulated. It just... It, it's perfect, and it runs at 60 FPS. Yeah. Which which is just not fair. Like, it's, it, I can see why <laughs> Nintendo are worried about this thing, because... Yeah. When the word gets out, it's 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 going to cause some problems, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw a meme the other day of what was it like to do with like, oh yes, the Steam Deck, my like Nintendo crying device, because it's just like <laughs> a good way to play all the Nintendo games in the best way possible. It's it like, really is as well. Yeah, like it's 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 um, I don't know it's very impressive. But yeah, so I've been playing a lot of games on that. I was playing a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn on it, which just looks incredible. A bit of Assassin's Creed. I've got all like the epic launches and stuff. Installed. I might install Fortnite on it. Just how that runs. Yeah, try it. Uh, but yeah, I just it, there's just so much. I've been playing Dave the Diver as well because I finally got an opportunity to play. I've got that on the Steam Deck. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, the the only other major thing we could probably touch on this a little bit now because I don't think we need to have a whole section on it. As I've been playing the new Pokemon expansion, which yes. is um, the Indigo Disc. And do you know much about this at all? Nope. Is this uh, an expansion for what's the latest Pokemon called? Uh, Violet. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. Scarlet and Violet. That's it. Yeah. So it's it's quite widely accepted that Scarlet and Violet are easily the worst of the series, like, like by by quite a long margin. Oof. Um, <laughs> because of just how weak the tech is in the game, like the the, the draw distance is basically zero. Uh, you'll be in combat and the models will just turn to clay. You know how they go to like low yeah. res models? Yeah, like They'll the just do it mid combat. Right? Yeah. 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 So I, I was spinning the camera around because I was looking at, at some of the new Pokemon in the thing, and they, they look really nicely modeled when you're really close to them. But as soon as you move the camera away, they just turn to, like, shit blodge. Oh, and it, it looks awful. Like, oh, it's God. so bad. And it, it just never stops. Like, it's constantly... The frame rates are in, the, like, the mid-teens. I'm, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. They're down to, like, 10 frames a second most of the time. Uh, and that there is 
kind of an unwritten rule about gaming is you can't drop your frame rate below 24 or you'll make people sick. Yep. And I get nausea while I'm playing this game and I don't get nausea while I'm playing any other game. Um, they've added this they've added this weird creepy mode where you can be the Pokemon. What? So you just you you go inside the Pokemon and just run around as your Pokemon. Any any Pokemon in the game. Oh, so it's okay. pretty much there's, there's like 800 plus of them in this game and you can just be them. So does so, that mean like is that like let's say you uh take over control of a bigger like a big Pokemon like I don't know uh oh god I'm no you just take over control of one of your Pokemon yeah but like, is it you, is it oh I'm guessing it's third person right uh you are behind the Pokemon while you're doing it but it's yes, like yeah I mean you just take control and you can fight and stuff oh which is so weird <laughs> so they basically just made like a character action game. In Pokemon. Well, they've just made it so that you can you stand there doing this like psychic like animation while holding your temples, and then your Pokemon that you've got out of the ball just becomes controllable. Huh. And you can like run and hit other Pokemon and like battle them and stuff. You can fly. You can travel around the map and do whatever. But obviously, it comes with that whole weird element of like there's a lot of people on the internet that probably wanted to be inside a Pokemon and not in the cool way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Like I, like I mean, I can understand why this would be a feature, a cool feature to add, but also like I don't know what it really adds to the game. No, it doesn't add anything. It's just a thing that you can see that they got halfway through a feature and just went done. Get that one in, yeah. ship it. Like everything seems to be minimum viable products in this game. Nothing seems to be polished. Yeah. Every everything is just the basic. So they've added a, a gacha machine as well, where you pour all the junk that you've been gathering because you gather thousands of bits of junk in this game constantly because all, all the items are like every single pokemon has a unique item that like it's like pikachu's fluff or giratina's ear wax or whatever like every single pokemon has an item that yeah. it drops and obviously there's over 800 pokemon so there's over 800 unique items on top of all the other shit that the game has like potions uh revives all, all that kind of nonsense mm. so you, you've just got a, an inventory of like hundreds of thousands of random bits of shit that you use to make po um, TMs with. Yeah. So, again, it's these half-assed systems. And so what they've done is they've taken all that stuff that obviously you've got abundance of and just say, uh, pour 20 of them into this machine and we'll randomly generate 20 or uh, 10 items for you. And it's a gacha every time. And it keeps doing these, like, every time you use it, there's a chance of it turning into, like, a lotto machine where you get the rare Pokeballs and stuff. So, you know, like the Apri Balls that you can't really get anywhere. Yeah. You can get those from this machine, but it's a very low chance. Uh so yeah they've done that they've uh they've added a new elite four which is to be fair the battles are really hard like yeah. i struggle with the battles and I, I was using max level pokemon um all with like max ivs and stuff and i was still struggling hmm. so they've done well there the battles are hard but there's no battle I mean... uh tower or anything after that once you finish the dlc you just get daily chores and it's just a list <laughs> of things where uh catch 10 pokemon um kill 10 pokemon with auto battle mode enabled um take it take a photo next to the water like it's like and what are the rewards for those things the rewards are insane like they're actually the, the best rewards in the game you oh, get okay. all the all the additional uh, encounters with all the gym leaders that you can bring them back and they bring like new features you can also unlock all the other legendaries so the entire series legendary roster is in the game you do it by completing those quests because then you get given bits of candy that tastes like the Pokemon, which is just weird, um, ooh, that ooh, then ooh. cause that Pokemon oh. to appear in the open world somewhere. Wait, what do you mean they taste so, like, like the Pokemon? 
I didn't quite follow what the guy was telling me, but it was like, this candy is really enjoyed by this other Pokemon, and it has hints of flavouring from that Pokemon too. So Aww. carry this, and the Pokemon will appear near you. So it's like, and then it'll tell you a story. He's like, when I was young, I remember going to a waterfall, and I saw Articuno, and you go there with the candy, and she's there, or he's there, or whatever. The... But yeah, so, uh... um, here we go, actually. Okay. It's it's just weird. The whole expansion is weird, and none of it feels very solid. The the only cool thing that I've come across, and it's not in any of the patch notes or information and stuff, is someone has discovered Meloetta completely at random. Do you know who Meloetta is? If no. I say, so it's a little singing diva Pokemon. It's a legendary, and it was only ever available once years ago in like a random event, and it's never been made available since. But randomly, someone discovered that if you go to this section of the old map where there's a yeah. bit of wind blowing around three hedges and the wind circles in a certain way, if you spin your character around for 30 seconds and then immediately pull out your camera and switch to the sepia filter, you'll hear Meloetta's song and she'll appear and then you can fight her. It sounds like the most made-up bollocks ever. Like, it sounds like Mew under the truck. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like that. I did it last night. It's actually, it's, it's a real thing. It works. And I was like, oh, that was cool, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a kind of cool Easter egg. Yeah, it's a very cool Easter egg. But how did someone discover that? Yeah. <laughs> there was no leak. There's no information to say that that was there. Because, no, you know, Pokemon fans are, yes. are vehement with yeah, information. Yeah, yeah. It's never been leaked. There's never been any information. And no one's ever talked about it. Just someone just discovered it while they were live streaming one day. Do you think it was like reverse engineering? I think it was more of maybe a few um, influencers were given the information and were told to go out and do it while they were playing, mm. like as a secret thing, because I don't know how you'd come up with something like that. Spin around on the spot for 30 seconds and then use a sepia filter on your camera. Yeah. Two of those things are not connected. <laughs> I think it sounds like someone, yeah, someone basically, uh, what's it, just reverse engineered the game. <laughs> then I, I, I think, it, yeah, I think you might be right. It could be like a tech thing where they pulled it apart and went, hang on, there's something weird in this data point yes exactly what's going yeah. on here yeah yeah uh, but yes yeah, so i've been playing that and it's fine i wouldn't say buy it because the game itself is tech trash so hmm. the funny part is that the fans are now starting to agree yeah i mean like, this is it it's like that there's that period of time when everybody uh you kind of can't say anything bad about the game because then you'll get destroyed by killed. the fan base and then eventually yep. you can kind of like actually talk about it and be like hey guys this game kind of Kind of, kind of smelly, blows. Kind of smelly. The, stinky. The, the, the problem is, is, is the game itself is actually quite good. Like, it's got a great story, uh, great progression, and great ideas, but just nothing nothing gels. Like, you know, some people were saying, oh, this is going to be game of the year. I was like, it's not even game of the yeah. minute. Like, it's it's just bad. It's, it's so bad. And I don't want to be on a downer the entire time, but it really is a bad game. And it's annoying because I've put, like, 200 plus hours into this game because I yeah. spent hours like breeding in Pokemon. You which is the, a weird sentence. You <laughs> that is a. <laughs> you fi you finished the, the Poke You finished the Pokedex, right? Yeah, and I'm just been adding the last few to it now because they've added yeah. more with this expansion. But I, I always finish the Pokedex because I'm a loser and I love collecting and I, I like to have a living Dex. If you know mm. what that means. So on, on my Pokemon Home, I've got a living Dex. So I have one of every single Pokemon. And now, now in this game, you can do all the like forms. Yes. So, like, you can do the winter form, the summer form and stuff. Because they did do exactly what I predicted. About a year ago, I predicted they were going to release an expansion for this game where they add a seasonal dome so that you can c collect, like, the winter form of this or the, the spring variant or the different shapes and things. And, and the whole expansion will be themed around researching different Pokemon types. It is literally exactly what this expansion is. <laughs> it's, it, it's not even, like, 
close. It's exactly yeah. what the expansion is. That's okay, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a soothsayer. I'm magic is the thing. But otherwise, <laughs> um, other than playing every single game ever created because of the bloody Steam Deck, um, that's pretty much everything I've been playing. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. I was gonna say uh, maybe play maybe play Pokemon Violet and Scarlet on the Steam Deck. I'll pretend I didn't hear that suggestion, but it is a very solid suggestion. The downside <laughs> is you can't connect online, and, it, and ah, the game does require enough. a lot of online stuff, so that's the downside. Yeah. Um, but in terms of what I've been watching, so here's a hard left turn. Um, other than watching a load of random movies, including Bo is Afraid, which, by the way, I would not recommend. Oh, really? <laughs> it is a, a, an anxiety-inducing nightmare. Ooh. The whole movie, you'll just be stressed out. You'll get to the end of it, and you'll just be like, I need a break from life for about an hour now. Yeah, I heard it was um, quite a lot. It's it's really heavy. It's got it's got some very memorable moments in it, but it's just it's just constantly heavy and constantly everything just gets worse and worse and worse for the main character. Yeah, yeah. The ending is just chaos. Oh, God. Like I'm not I'm not going to talk about the ending at all, but you'll you'll sit through the ending and you'll just be angry just be like, ah. because it 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 doesn't resolve in any way you want it to. It, there's no that the, there's no good outcome to anything in that movie. Like it's 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 horrible to watch, but it, oh. it might be worth watching as like a like an art piece. But in terms of what I've been watching, while I was traveling, I downloaded the entire season of the Squid Games, The Challenge, so the real world one. Ah, yeah, I've heard a lot about this. Oh my God, I fell in love with it. It's yeah. so good. I, I know it's trash. Don't get me wrong. I know yeah. it's trash, but it, it's the best trash I've seen because it's... they all have to pretend to die. And, and... <laughs> very reality Initially, TV bait, isn't it? Like, I mean, it's full, yeah. it's full on reality TV. And you can tell some of it's scripted, but... Um, they've all got these like um, blood packs. So when they die, as in when they when they get eliminated, the blood pack goes off and they they get like a bullet wound. <laughs> and, but they have to pretend to die, oh, which initially God. they're all in on because there's like 500 of them and no one gives a shit. Because I bet most of them are just there because they're excited to be in like the set of the Squid yes. Games. Which, yeah. by the way, they do perfectly. The set is beautiful. Yeah. Um, and you can see they're all just in awe of it, and they get to do red light, green light, and see the big doll, and and they they love that. Like they they they're really happy. Most of them get eliminated, and it's like okay, fine, they've had a great time. So they're all like putting putting their all into the fake death. Mm-hmm. But as it gets down to like the last 50 or 60 people. They have to still die, and you can tell they're just like, "I'm not doing this. I'm, yeah. I refuse. This is stupid." Because <laughs> you know, there's four, four and a half million dollars on the line. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. But I've watched the whole thing, and it's so Moorish. It's just they're all assholes. They're all horrible people, and they all get wrecked because only one, only one wins. Yes, of course, yeah. that's the outcome. And you just get to watch all these terrible people just get. I mean, some of them are lovely as well. You get to watch them get wrecked, and I really, I just felt like like a sociopath watching it. <laughs> Oh I was God. like, yeah, let's destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching that. Um, I watched the Barbie movie, uh, which is fine. Um, I understand why people love it. It, it didn't do much for me. Um, and that's been about it, other than watching the entire Harry Potter one through nine movies. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've had a busy wait, few weeks. <laughs> is it one? Is there, are there nine films? I okay, there so eight, there's, right? hang on, there's Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. Death. No, wait. What's the third one called? Third Prisoner one of Azkaban. Prisoner's Goblet of Fire. Uh, Half Blood Prince. And then there's wait. There's oh, Order of the Order Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. And then Deathly uh, Hallows one and two, right? Deathly Hallows one and two. That's eight. Sorry, yes, there's eight. eight. Yeah, yeah, I am yeah. wrong. I was going to say, is there a secret ninth film? <laughs> well, we we can't we can't talk about it. Um, oh, but yes, there is a secret ninth film. Uh, but I watched all those on the plane as well. So my my plane journey to and from Canada was on the way Squid Games, on the way back Harry Potter. Yes. 
Um, so yeah, that's been that's been my time. But we have talked a lot, and we haven't really got anywhere down the list. So should we move straight on to the game of the year for the TGA game of the year? Yes, which we talked a little bit about. Which was well, I mean, we already did talk about. Yeah, we already talked about. We it, did. Baldur's Gate. Yeah, Baldur's, Baldur's Gate. Gate. I mean, I think we all saw this one coming, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find our predictions. Where's it? Oh, here we go. Here's our predictions. So your prediction was Baldur's Gate three, yeah. and mine was Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. My personal one was Lies of P, and your personal one was Street Fighter Six. So you were very correct on that one. You did, in fact, get the game of the year. Yes. So you win the I... pride and respect of the country. What? Oh wow, that's a lot. Uh, Big uh, one. Yeah. I... A lot going on here. Do I give a speech, or uh, are you going to tell me? To no, because you haven't got time up? to give a speech because we'll cut you up really quickly yeah. uh, and get you off stage because we've got advertising to do. Yeah. Oh, what a shame. <laughs> that was Damn. So shitty. Yeah, it was pretty fucked. Up. Did you Did you see that? Like how they just yeah. kept cutting people off mid speech? Like, Please oh. wrap it up. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, come on, man. I mean, I know people are annoyed, uh, but that is kind of. I mean, the Game Awards is it's just a big advertising thing. It would be nice it really if they just is. let. I think they just also got like trauma from Christopher Judge. Um, yeah. So after the the nine minute talk or whatever it was last time, yes. was just like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I think um, I think yeah, they should not have cut off um the voice actor for Asterion. I think that was kind of lame. Yes, it was very lame. And the there was a speech from one of the Japanese developers as well. Yeah. And they just they just cut him off like ten seconds into the speech, and it's like holy shit, like you know this is awful. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so winner of the game of the year was Baldur's Gate, but best game direction, surprising one, uh, yeah. was Alan Wake 2. I mean, Alan Wake 2 sweeped quite a lot. It did, it took so many awards. So, this is the other thing, is that like I, I've been talking to a lot of my friends who have played Alan Wake 2, and they're like, it's genuinely like one of the best games they've played. And yeah, because so, it took best been, narrative as well, didn't it? Yeah, so I've been very yeah. interested um, to play. So I might this might be a good one for my new PC as well, just to try out. So I might give it a shot. I asked them as yeah, well, this... like if I've not played any of, if I've not played Alan Wake One, like I've played a bit of Control, but I've not played Alan Wake One. Is it still worth playing? And they were like, yes, definitely. So yeah, it does seem like it's almost like a standalone. game. It does obviously reference the first game, but yeah, I'm sure. it's basically a standalone. You don't need it. most sequels do that though, don't they? Mm-mm. You don't really need to know the first game to play the second. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII, and I don't know what happened in Final Fantasy VI, so I'm just carrying on for where they get... That's a joke, by the way. No no Final Fantasy <laughs> game is linked unless the number's linked. Uh, but it also won Best Art Direction, and yes. I think it took away... Oh, no, Indie Score and Music... Sorry, Score and Music was uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Uh, audio was Hi-Fi Rush, which was very well-deserved. Mm. And then the winner of the best performance was the guy from Baldur's Gate 3, because Baldur's Gate 3 was like sweeping up everything that Alan Wake didn't get. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't really vote, because I remember we talked about this category, and we didn't really know anyone in it. We, we only knew Idris Elba because of his name. Yes. Cameron Monaghan, because we know Star Wars, and Ben Starr, because I think he's fit. Mm. <laughs> that, was my, that was my only interaction with that category. <laughs> Um, and then there was Innovation and Accessibility, which got Forza Motorsport, which was that really confusing category where I was like, okay, fine, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. I mean, I don't know, but to be fair, I haven't played Forza, so I don't know how, what they've added. I haven't. It's, it's wonderful, but I, I can't comment on that uh, audience. So Yeah. Uh, and then but... Tachia took Games for Impact, mm-hmm. which was fine, I guess, yeah. but I, I tried Tachia and didn't really like it, but whatever. 
Uh, best ongoing was a weird one because it was cyberpunk and I'm like it's not really ongoing it's just been on it's been going on (laughs) I don't know if this is a good thing to uh, encourage (laughs) you know what I mean I mean I I understand like recognising I I understand that they just wanted to recognise the fact that like hey they they did a No Man's Sky which is like you know they released a game that wasn't doing that obviously was broken and buggy and then fixed it and you know now it's actually like a good game but, but it's starting to become a thing. Don't know Lots if that's of companies something are that, doing it. Yeah, not sure if that's something that we want to encourage. I guess, like, obviously, it's good. I mean, it's more like, hey, maybe don't release it buggy in the first place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Obviously, understand. Leave it in the, the oven. Leave it in the oven. Like, yeah. let, it, let it bake. Exactly. Yeah. And like, obviously, it is a very nice story. It, obviously, it is. I mean, it's kind of like celebrating a company doing their due diligence. You know what oh, I mean? Like they're doing. It's, it's almost celebrating a company doing their job, though, isn't it? Yes, like, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. So I'm a bit like, fair enough. Also, the, the I'm a developer, is... so like I also understand. That, yeah, like, same. Yeah. But I mean, I, we both know the full development cycle of a game, and we know how it's difficult to get producers to agree on that little bit extra. Because yeah. whenever you're creating a game, you're always uh, at, you're always in feature group. Yes. Like. And, and you always have to pull things back and say, we can't do that because we don't have the, the bandwidth in the milestone to do it. We just can't build it. Mm. And you you end up putting features in that are tested, like uh, CI tested, but they're not necessarily the features that you want to see in the game because they're not the things that have the heart. Yes. Um, which I think brings us really well onto best indie game, which we yes. thought was going to be quite a high point. I'm, I'm really surprised that Dave the Diver didn't win this. So Very surprised. This is So I, I agree. I was also quite surprised. But... After seeing this award, I did go and play Cocoon. So I, I that was one of the games I forgot. That was one of the ones I was forgetting. Forgot <laughs> but Cocoon didn't win. <laughs> no, Cocoon won best debut indie game. It did win best debut indie oh, game. Oh, sorry, sorry, we're talking about the one. I'm talking about best see. indie game, sorry, which is Sea of Stars, which I heard, which which I played, game. and it's bloody lovely. Yeah, I like, heard it's, it's, it's good. such a lovely game. It's 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 lovely. Sorry, it's, it's well worthy of that, and I'm really glad that it got that because that means we're going to see a sequel. Yes. That's that's now booted off a franchise is what that's done. So that's, that's good. So, um, but yeah, you're you're right about um, about Cocoon. I didn't like Cocoon myself because I found it, um, it it wasn't. I thought it was going to be my kind of game, but I, I didn't get out of it what everyone else did. But I definitely see why it got best debut. Yeah, I I liked it quite a lot. I wasn't expecting it to have boss fights, but oh um, yeah, <laughs> it was a it was a fun. It was a pretty like as far as like a puzzle game goes, it was a nice. Um, I thought it was a good, uh, like, just a very solid puzzle game. Um, and does the, the kind of, like, um, what do you call it? Like, the mechanics of, like, you know, you have a world inside a world kind of thing. The, the sta- uh, I call it stacking mechanics. It's yeah, not exactly what it's doing, but it's the yeah. stacking mechanic where it's, like, the thing within a thing within a thing yeah. is coming with you. And I'm glad yeah. it did, uh, I don't know, do you want spoilers for, like, some stuff, some of the later mechanics that happen? I don't care. I'm never going to play it. I, okay. I played half it and got bored of it. Yeah. So basically, it I was because I was because basically playing through throughout the whole game, I was like, okay, there's I I could already see like how complicated it could potentially get, and I was interested to see like how complicated will they go if you get what I mean. And they do. I think the thing is that they do introduce the complicated concepts, but actually do it in a smarter way. Like for example, um, they introduce the concept of like a paradox where like oh you can have the orb for the world inside of itself <laughs> right <laughs> okay I mean. yeah i did i did wonder because at one point my brain was going hang on this limits of what you can do with each puzzle yeah and then i thought okay they're probably going to break that open and allow one to exist inside its own world otherwise you couldn't have 
the thing that an item solves in the world that the that it belongs to. Yes. But it, it's it's really confusing to talk yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about Baba is you. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a, it's like a yeah, it's it's like a you create a paradox, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um but yeah, they they I think they do the good thing, which is they show you the concept that you can go like, "Oh, f-, like for people who didn't see it coming, they're probably like, "Oh fuck, that's really cool." Also, that doesn't make any sense what the yeah. hell. But then yeah, yeah. don't use that in like a really overly complicated way. So like I don't think the game was designed to be like, "Hey, here's a fucking tough as nails puzzle game like Baba is You for example yeah. or Steven Sausage Roll where really it's kind of like a here's some really hard puzzles like to really think about it was more like this is a nice visual experience and also like scratches that puzzle itch for like most people which I think is great so like for what it was going for I think it makes sense that it did win like um, best pu- best indie game like I think that's kind of deserved in my opinion uh not no, to say I that the other games, not to say that the other games on this list weren't great. Like Pizza, I think a lot of people were hoping Pizza Tower would win Best Debut Indie Game, because um, <laughs> I think that's like the gamer's choice game, yeah, the gamer's game, right? So, but uh, I think we should move things along a little bit. So yes. the the only other categories I would say are worth mentioning are Best Action Game, which was Armored Core, mm-hmm. pretty obvious, and then the only thing that Zelda actually won, which was Best Action Adventure. Uh, surprising, I thought I thought Zelda was going to sweep the Game Awards, but it didn't even. It didn't even have any kind of presence at all. Do you, um, do you want uh, a slightly hot take? I don't think it's that hot, hot take anymore. Um, I think Tears of the Kingdom is going to have the same thing we were discussing with Pokemon, where later on, as time goes on, I think some people are going to be like, okay, now that the Zelda fanboys have calmed down, we can talk about the game. And that... It's all right. <laughs> I think it's good. I, I like, agree. I I, yeah. I do definitely feel like the the zeitgeist moment of that game was so unique, though. Like everyone was talking about Zelda, yes. even people that didn't play the game. And I do think it was as good as as people were talking about because yeah. I, I loved it. Like I couldn't put it down. It was great. I really I, enjoyed that. I game. do think it drags a little towards the end. I will say the yes. ending is way better. The ending is way like, better than the first. I game. wish. <laughs> I wish. Like if you could basically take the Breath of the Wild and slap Tears of the Kingdom's end sequence onto the it, I think that would be like the best. The perfect game. That yeah. would be that would have been like alright. So it. so if it was me, if you could combine the two games into one and have uh yeah. you play Breath of the Wild and then you move to the sequel, that would make more sense to me. I know that's how sequels that work, would like be you, insane. you prove on the yeah. original, but because the games were so similar, I think the, the the thing that held it back a lot was the fact that it was so similar to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, because it was just more. It was like it was it was effectively like a really chunky DLC. Yes, basically, yeah. Like, yeah, that's my also my my. Uh... But it's fine. And and then the the last category I have is best adaptation, which was just an obvious obvious winner, and it was The Last of Us. Yeah, because I'm so glad we're in this era where video game movies and TV shows are actually starting to get good. Because my God, last I, mean, I was talking to my mum about this the other day, and she goes, "We were watching this TV show about a load of people that have got mushrooms in them," and I went, "What oh, on about?" And she goes, "She goes, um, I, honestly, I did in my head, I couldn't yeah. put two and two together straight away." And she goes, "The one where the two people have a really bad time, and the little girl, she keeps getting, she's got a thing on her arm." And I was like, "Are you talking yeah. about the Last of Us?" And she yeah. went, "I think that's what it's called." And then she explained a few of the stories. She says, "What about the episode with the two men?" Yeah. Oh, broke my heart, and I was like. Oh my God! You're talking to me about The Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's crazy, right? This this is a woman that that uh, doesn't hate video games, but has absolutely no interest in them whatsoever, yeah. and has never played them or, or looked at them. And suddenly, she's talking to me about the storyline of The Last of Us, and I'm like, this is so surreal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
it was great, right? I mean, well deserved. So good. I think also, so, so. Yeah, I like can't wait said, for season two. Like you said, broken to the zeitgeist of like non yeah, yeah. as well, which is great. I I'm think hoping in season two there's a bit where they go and play golf. I hope. <laughs> this this uh this also ties into um i guess we could segue into one of the other topics right uh regarding the last of us which is uh, uh the multiplayer council yeah. yeah it was the second next point on the list but we could jiggle around the list We've yeah, yeah, that yeah. so so, yeah, so this is close to your heart i think yeah man i'm like i thought the multi a multiplayer like a proper multiplayer version of the last of us 2 probably would have been like incredible probably would have been really good or at least really like i think it's the perfect setting for like an extraction style game obviously there's like a few details of like what they can't discuss you know reveal everything i wish they would do a thing of being like hey this game is cancelled but here's like some footage of like what we worked on like what the game could have been essentially maybe that would have been too much because maybe people have been like please please finish it you know what i mean um but yes so the multiplayer game got cancelled a lot of the developers said like it was one of the best things that they ever worked on um and the reason but the reason they cancelled it i think because what i read was like they... no it's true i've read it as well now you, yeah, yeah yeah they, re- they yeah. realized that um if they were to release this game they would have to drag so many resources from the single player games in naughty dog to kind of yeah. essentially become like a live service studio. Like they would be literally their, their quote is we don't want to become a live service studio. Yeah. That's their quote. They realized that they would basically um, just have to become like another Fortnite, another like Halo yep. Infinite, another one of these things, right? Which as much as I think the game would have been amazing for a little bit, like it would have been like something that rivals like Hunt Showdown, uh and things like that. Um I do so can, I, can I can I throw my hot take in? Go this on. is because you attacked me with your Breath of the Wild hot take. Sorry, sorry, sorry. your Tears of the Kingdom one. Yeah, go, go um, for it. I as soon as I saw this announced, I immediately thought this was dead in the water. That's fair. I didn't think I didn't think this had any chance of ever coming out, and especially when I saw the first and second delay for it, I was like, "That's not coming out. That that's vaporware." Um, because I don't think it's got enough substance. I don't think there's enough to it, and it's it's from a studio that doesn't want to make it. Like they, they don't they don't want to support a game of that scope i think i, it, I just i don't think it ever yeah. had a chance yeah i think i think that that's the issue is that the scope creep they probably the scope creep on it was too much like it was it was insane like, I, I can imagine what they were doing when they were talking about production like as in doing their milestone planning yeah, yeah. I, I, I imagine people just crying <laughs> yeah i do i mean it sounded yeah i mean it would have probably been insane. i mean compared like the last of us one multiplayer was kind of like a small contained like whatever 4v4 game mode thing and I'm sure if they released that, people probably would have been happy. Like, re-released that kind of thing, just with some extra stuff. New maps, whatever. Uh, but it sounds like, yeah, they were just going for, like, a huge kind of thing. Um, which probably would have been great, I guess. Or, I don't know, man. Maybe in modern internet, people would have played it for a week and then been like, oh, okay, cool. And then, like, stop playing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I'm just, it just didn't surprise me. It, it, yeah. it was not a surprise at all. A shame. A shame. I, I, yeah. I hope that some uh, footage... Uh, mysteriously appears on the internet uh but you know we'll see <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> but on that we've also we can move on to the other big thing that happened last week or the week before was it it's been two weeks now since the gta 6 trailer yes it's been a while oh, um yeah. but I mean, yeah that came out and i'm just loading it up on youtube now just to see how many people are actually I mean, it's um it's it's, it's something. something like the, the 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 highest watch trailer of all time now or something i mean makes um, sense. i read yeah. Uh, let's see the GTA. So it's currently got 152 million views. 
Oh my god. Um, so GTA 6 trailer breaks records. There was a record yeah. record. You get to listen to me, Google. Um, the trailer reached 93 million views in 24 hours, confirming data. Um, blah, 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 some blah, blah, blah. Uh, it broke a record of some description, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's insane. Like, and, and have you seen the trailer? Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Oh my god. Like, I mean, it, all in engine, no. it looks fucking insane. It is in engine as well. It's, it's yeah. gameplay. Yeah, I know, which is insane. But like, yeah. the, thing, the, the thing is, is um, I mean, well, this, this is also funny because, I mean, first of all, release date. <laughs> which caused the did you see the stock uh, stock ticker go down as soon as that popped up yes yeah yeah so the, the stock dropped because of that because i mean give it time put it in the oven leave it yeah, in the oven. i, think I don't care it. i think they need it but the the thing is is like it was really funny because uh as soon as because i was watching it with my friend who really loves gta uh and he saw the release date 2025 he was like well uh, I guess I just won't buy a graphics card now and wait for another year and then buy the 50 series when it comes out to yeah. play GTA 5. And I was like... It's, eh, it's what stopped me from upgrading much. my PC as well because my choice was to either upgrade the PC or get a Steam Deck. Yeah. And I did pull the trigger a little bit early on the Steam Deck, but I couldn't wait because I was excited because yes. I got the OLED. Uh, but I did see the trailer and just went, I'll wait two years because the PC version is going to be another year after that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like 20... Oh, fuck. Yeah, because the this is just the console version. The PC version isn't even on scope yet. Oh, <laughs> and you remember how long the PC version took for GTA Five? God, that yeah. Oh, I forgot about that bit. And I, I I almost guarantee you that they've seen what happened with Starfield and went, let's slow down a little bit. Yeah. Let's let's pull back. Let's not rush because we don't want to Starfield this because unfortunately Starfielding is now a thing as well. Yep, that is. Yeah, uh, it's become the new cyberpunking. Cyberpunk. <laughs> We've cyberpunked it. But yeah, so the GTA 6 trailer came out, and I have some opinions on the trailer, so I'm going to go into this a little bit now. I won't talk too yeah. long. Yeah. Um, the jiggle physics on that ass were absolutely phenomenal. Like, <laughs> oh my God, that jiggling ass on top of the car was, it was beautiful. Not what was going on, but just the, the tech behind it. I wonder how that... many people worked on that. It's just mind blowing how realistic it all looked. Yeah. Like, and, and did you know that every single scene from it was a meme? Yes. An, an actual video of something that's happened, like the Florida Man memes. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, yeah, in Florida. Yeah. So, like, the woman holding the two hammers going, I'm going to... That that one. Yes. And, and the woman on top of the car. But I just couldn't get over how realistic everything looked. Yeah, I mean, the visual fidelity was insane. It's incredible. Like, I can't wait to see this game. And I also can't wait to see this game five years after it releases when it gets, like, the the polish um, pass and all that kind of stuff doing yeah. on it. And they have the HD remaster or whatever it is going to be then. Because we're in 4K now. What do you think we'll be in by then? 40k. I, I don't know. What a Warhammer 40k? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have war, everyone's just everyone fighting against bolt, the, yeah, the Empire. Yeah, have bolt guns. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. TV technology is coming in a very weird direction. Why do we all have guns? <laughs> oh, the Empire! <laughs> for chaos. Um, for chaos. Uh, but no, I, I, I can't fault it. Like, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. They've, they've somehow managed to make it look exactly like GTA 5, but also look nothing like it in the same breath and i don't know how they've done that yeah um but you but you know they've sat down and gone okay this gta 5 online makes infinite money we need to not destroy that we need to keep that going so it looks like they're just going to kind yeah. of move on from it also um after rdr online didn't do as well like they were hoping it would be also like similar to gta online yeah uh, and it's not been it. so popular has it yeah. i think it's very popular with like role players and modders but like it isn't very popular it isn't the same thing as like gta online so um, okay. So I guess they're 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 hoping that GTA um, 
six is online will probably do that, right? They need to print the shot cards. They need to print money. Yeah, they do. Sell they do. Shot cards. Uh, um, but yeah, so I I don't know if you've got anything else to say on the GTA Six trailer, but I just I'm very impressed. I'm very excited. I it. um, it, I mean, it looks great. I'm just I just want to see gameplay. I just want to see what they're doing with all the new engine stuff. Um, but yeah, I am interested. As I mean, I'm I'm sure I will play it. Like I feel like I feel like it's one of these generational. It. Yeah, it's one of these generational <laughs> things where you just kind of have to play it, right? But by the time it comes out, we'll be nearly dead, so we'll have to play it quickly because we'll yeah, be yeah, on yeah. our on our on our iron lung or whatever it is they put us in now. Yeah, I'm gonna be like. Um, yeah. But uh, the the I mean the main uh, let's do the two minor points first because we and then we can talk about the BAFTA game of the year to finish up with. But yep. so um, you saw this thing about Valve giving cheaters a lump of coal as a special item. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was genius. So what they've been doing is they've been sending like prolific streamers lumps of coal that when they open them on their stream, it says, you've been awarded a lump of coal for being a toxic piece of shit or whatever. It doesn't say shit, but it might as well. Yeah. And then uh, your prize is that your account is now permanently banned. Yeah. And then their account just bans on stream. Yeah, which is incredible. I mean, like insanely good content, but also it's like, yeah, good. Just fucking ban toxic. I mean, Dota's got a lot of toxic toxic people in it as well and prolific like streamers i'm out of the yeah. scene but i remember even when i played it yeah it they're all scumbags yeah. they're just horrible people well, not all of them but a large selection of them are scumbags what and... does to a motherfucker <laughs> well so me when i read it i did the chef kiss emote i was just yeah. like because yeah. that is that is how you handle your community that is community management on like a new level yeah i love it like i love it it's so good i'm happy with that uh, but on the flip side of that, the bad news of the week is that um, a, a week or so ago, uh, a group of fans created a version of Link's Awakening, which was the uh, DS version of the game. DS? Or was it Was it the DS? I think it, I think was, it was the DS. 3DS. No, it wasn't 3DS. It's the 2D one. Um, that they, they took the 2D game, not, not the remake that came out recently. They took the original um, Game Boy. It was the, it was DS. It was DS. I'm looking at it now. They took the DS yeah. version of the game and and basically HD up resed it for PC. So you're still playing the DS version, but instead of seeing one screen per dungeon, you're seeing twelve screens. And yeah. Like it's running at 120 FPS. It's beautiful. All the mechanics have been cleaned up, and it, it looked lovely. A really nice little fan project. And unfortunately, Nintendo this morning have pulled it down. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> fuck you, Nintendo. Yeah. As much as I love you, yeah. fuck you. So that's a bit sad. Um, but otherwise, we can talk about the BAFTA game of the year. Um, so uh, we, we've got the 2023 ones, which is for the game of the year in 2022, mm-hmm. which is odd. So uh, maybe not those, because we've already discussed those last year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the list of that, and it all sort of the same. But they've also done a list of best games of 2023, um... which is... I've lost my little link now. Hang on, I'm trying to find my link. Here oh, yes, I've, I found it, yeah. Is it the 60 yeah, so best games? The 60 best games of the year. Yeah. We'll just go through um, them again. Just go through like a few of these. Just a few of them because I think I think we'll start with the just, just the top of the list is Baldur's Gate, Alan Wake, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, Alan Wake 2, Spider-Man 2, Hogwarts Legacy and Final Fantasy uh, 16 and then Tears of the Kingdom and Jedi Survivor and then it goes into indie, you get Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Hi-Fi Rush and then onwards from there. Um, yeah. It'd be interesting to see what their game of the year awards are because they seem to be a little bit more critical of what they're reviewing. Yeah, do you know um, that they run theirs? Well, the last one only launched recently. I only saw the, the 2023 Game Awards, the article. What's the date on the article? Because it only popped up recently for me. Um, the date on the article is not dated. It's interesting. There's no date on the article. Mm. <laughs> but it was recent. It popped up recently. 
Uh, the BAFTA Game Awards took place on Thursday the 30th of March. Oh, okay. Oh. So, okay, then I must have just been alerted to this from uh, like a, an update or something. So, so I guess you have to wait till the 30th of March for the next Game Awards for 2024. Yeah, and they'll that. be reviewing the 2023 games. It's very confusing. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I see. You I've see? got the list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they review for the year before, which is yes. odd. Um, but yeah, so it'd be interesting. I, mean, I don't think we need to go through that list because it's not real. I, I was mistaken. Yeah. I thought they had the list, and when, yeah. now that I've opened it, I realize it's for a year ago. So it yeah, I think count. I think this is like I think they've got like a preliminary list of like what will be yeah. coming up for twenty twenty four. But yeah, yeah I yeah. guess we'll talk about it close to the yeah. We talk about another episode. Yeah. Um, but that's good. I mean, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast, and uh, which has been I've lost my I've lost everything. Like I've, I've, been, <laughs> I've been I've been I've been fiddling and messing around, and I've lost all my information. But this has been episode 87 of the Sunfire Tavern, our podcast for gamers and geeks, where we talk about everything going on in the games industry, movies and TV, with me, Clark, and my co-host, Ollie, discussing the hot topics in the last few weeks, which this week have included the TGA Game of the Year Awards, the GTA 6 trailer, The Last of Us Multiplayer sadly getting cancelled, the new Pokemon expansion being a bit weird, mm. uh, the BAFTA Game of the Year nominees, which I think we jumped the gun on by about a year, um, <laughs> <laughs> Valve sending cheaters lumps of coal, and Nintendo taking down the Link's Awakening PC remake. Um, I've lost my link again. Um, if you want to follow us, you can do so on Threads, Instagram, uh, or any other social media platform at Sunfire Tavern. And you can listen to us on all the different podcast platforms out there in the world. So uh, if you want to send us a question or you've got comments or feedback, please do so through the Google form or drop us an email at sunfiretavern at gmail.com. Ollie, any closing remarks before we log out and pretend to work for the rest of the day? Uh, well, first of all, I'm off work. And second of all, I'm, not. I'm going to download a butt ton of video games today yeah also i apologize if anyone during this recording has heard like random windows sounds because obviously loads of pop-ups have been <laughs> like, coming <laughs> of like random shit what noise does so, a window make oh as in the operating system i thought you meant as in oh the piece God. of glass that separates. <laughs> yes a real win i've just been like yeah. opening and closing a real window <laughs> just obsessed can't stop yeah oh dude i love this new window man i oh, love dude. windows yeah <laughs> right let's right. go Right. Bye everyone, and See Merry everybody. Christmas, and, and oh. Happy Holidays, yes. and Merry Christmas. however happy else you celebrate. Yeah. Bye. Bye.